This presentation was from Yox Australia 2017, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit yoxaustralia.com.au. Hi everyone. Um, my name is Philippe Delalande, and I'm a UX designer at Kinship Systems. That's my team. They say hi. Well, I chose this photo because, believe it or not, I was there the day the photo was taken. I was actually there posing on the right, and the photographer did not see me. It's <laughs> disappointing. Don't, don't get that guy for your wedding or anything. <laughs> so today I'm going to talk about iconography. Um, icons and the web, it's always been a love story, or a like story, if you prefer. So why is that? Well, there's a number of reasons why icons work really well in digital products. Uh, one, they're design elements. So there's an appeal to them. And they can really reinforce the design voice of, of a product, reinforce the brand. They often have a stronger visual impact than typography. They're handy when space is limited. So that's been proven times and times again. And they work really well for small devices, touch devices, and uh, especially if you've got uh, fat fingers, uh, it's usually easier to click on an icon than on text. They're easy to recognize and usually to memorize as well. And more important, icons are a language, and they're actually one of the only global languages. Uh, when we look at this, for example, we can see that they're actually even becoming a means of communication in their own right, in the form of emojis. So for all those reasons, icons are a key element in the user experience. And it's not really something we can leave to chance and you know, throw in at the last minute after all the research and the hard work into the user experience design to, to just go, oh yeah, well, someone will stick icons onto it and then we'll be fine, right? Yeah. Iconography comes with a few challenges. This is the third Star Wars uh, reference. We're, we're on it. Okay, so icons, they can be used for so many things. They can reference a brand, a concept, a physical object, a tool, an action, and many, many other things. Uh, they can be used for very trivial or very crucial notions. So, for example, the same icon can be used to say, I like this. Or I'm sure somewhere it's used to say this patient has a critical heart condition. I hope not, but many icons are ambiguous, if not confusing. If we look at those four, they're used interchangeably or chaotically to express uh, things like, well, like, favorite, bookmark, wish list, rate. Worse, you recognize it? is the share icon. There's only 10 of them, there's more. So if you're an iOS user, you recognize your little favorite share icon, and if you're a Windows one or Android, you'll recognize your share icon. So that really shows a lack of standards. Sometimes, I don't know, some of these guys should talk to each other. That's because icons are a language, but people are free to break the rules, right? I mean, even the English language, for example, uh, I don't know, sick used to be negative a few years ago now. You could go, this is a sick conference, bro. Yeah? 
So we have to take that into account. And icons are, if they are a language, they are a new language. So how can we use UX design to do a better job? Well, first, we can definitely apply the methodologies of design thinking to coming up with uh, icons for a product. One, look for standards. Look at the standards. And, well, at least if you're developing for a certain platform, look at the standards for that platform. At least we've got that right. Uh, but study competing products. Two, consider the outcome. What's our priority? Is it speed of execution? Is it design? Is it user delight? Is it all of the above? Simplicity. Then ideate. Ideating groups, get non-designers involved, get the accountant involved, uh, and just, well, I, it's true that you can see there's tension there, because if we ideate, it may mean we, we're going to come with crazy new icons that no one's seen before, but it's so the right one for share now. I know it. <laughs> so there's a few challenges, because we, we need to respect the conventions, and at the same time, we want to show uniqueness which we can show in a way with design. In most cases, icons are not really the place to be hyper-creative. But if we look at this one, for example, the quill pen icon uh, that Twitter introduced a while back. It's changed a little bit now. Uh, we can see that, well, it's been tested by, uh, in a study by usertesting.com, and 80% of users without a label or anything were able to identify what it was doing. And, and be correct about its intention. But that brings us to the last point, which is obviously to test, to test everything, to test location, time to find, recognition, uniqueness, uh, memorability, visual appeal. You can ask uh, users to rank a family of icons or an icon on a scale from 0 to 5, for example. Test the visual appeal and test against other icons. Do A-B testing. Just a couple of quick tips, because I only have 10 minutes. I'll keep it to the mother of icon tips, which is uh, use icons with labels in, in general. There's always exceptions. Like, we end up always going, yes, but, you know, that's good. Um, in another story, actually, it's in the same study by usertesting.com. 88% of users were able to predict what was going to happen when they clicked on an icon when it was accompanied by a label. Without the label, it fell from 88 to 60%. And if the icon was unique, which means custom to, to that app, it dropped to 34%. The fear of the unknown. Users are going to be scared of, well, they're going to not want to click or avoid clicking on uh, something if they don't really know what it's going to do. Is it going to charge me $100? So, of course, there are scenarios where you may hide labels. Um, and that correlates with the level of mastery that the users have gained with your application. If they use it eight hours a day, then you may also consider showing labels at first and then scaling down with time until you may offer the, the, the possibility to toggle labels on and off. And at the end of the day, we need to ask ourselves, am I trying to make my life easier or the user's life easier? Just a word on relevance. An interesting debate 
can an icon become outdated? Is it okay to have relics of the past as icons? So it's been argued that this one, the phone icon, I'm thirsty. It's been argued that it's unknown to millennials. They've never seen a phone that you would actually, that actually look like that. But in the same time, one of the most downloaded icons that appears on every product, every website in the world. When's the last time you used a magnifying glass to look for your socks? Like, has anyone ever looked for anything with a magnifying glass? It's not even the point. So that's the power of symbolism, right? No one's going to question this guy. Well, maybe in your next ideation session, you're going to come up with a new one. I don't know. Like, anyway. Well, interestingly, the letter A of the alphabet, which I hope we all recognize here, was originally a pictogram of an ox. So letters are now understood as symbols with no connection to their original meaning. So I can see the same thing happening with some of our most famous icons. There's plenty to say. We have very little time. I need to move on to the future of icons. Apparently, the future of UI is no UI. So see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not over. So it would be full immersive experiences, gesture interfaces, brain-computed interfaces, voice UI, virtual reality, augmented reality, wearables. And it's true for some of those we can really wonder what's the UI going to be like. But for the other ones, I see that it will result in intuitive interfaces, and I think that icons have a big role to play in things like augmented reality. There's going to be less text, more shapes, colors, icons. And I think that's going to reinforce their importance, which brings me to my last point. I hope we're going to move towards better standards because the language of icons is to be refined. It's a, a, it's a convention that, sorry, conventions are going to be important because they provide users with a defined language, like a dictionary, but we don't have a dictionary of icons yet. Uh, we have to keep in mind that language, languages evolved, however, and at the end of the day, they benefit from disruption and innovation. One foot in the past, one foot in the future. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2017. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.